What's up, guys? It's Miki, and welcome back to another episode. So this week, I want to kind of pick back up on what I was talking about, dealing with relationships and different things, and just kind of where my mindset was and some stuff like that. So I discussed and how much can a heart take about where my mindset was currently. And I've had some past episodes. I think it was called Am I Ready in like season one that kind of gave a little insight because if you listen to Blank Canvas, I talk more about friendship and family dynamics than I do about romantic relationship. And that's just because simply I'm not dating. I'm not in a relationship. And I, it's just not at the... I think about it, but it's not at the forefront of my mind as much as friendships and family dynamics. So every once in a while, I will come in and I will talk about where I am. I think just because I'm getting to a point in age and for the older generation that listen to me, they're like, baby girl, you're still in your 20s. You don't even know how young you are. And yes, I do agree with that in a sense, but also at the same time by societal standards, I have some friends that's like married and on their third or fourth kid. And then I have friends like me who, if we were to get pregnant right now, even in our 20s, and even though we're technically counted as grown, a 20-something-year-old teen pregnancy at this point. It's a joke. If you guys have never seen the IG reels, it's a joke. Ha ha, laugh. Oh, what is it? Ha ha, funny. I love it. I love it. So as I talked about in the episode, how much can a heart take? God has been reawakening the desires for me to want like a godly marriage and to even want to be in a romantic relationship at all. I talked about my fears of picking the right partner, of making sure that I just have the right person, period, making sure I'm ready and everything. Like there's so much risk that comes with being in a relationship. Like I feel like there's so much risk with parenthood. Like we do these things so casually, but we don't take them as seriously. So I want to talk to my ladies today and men. This can apply to men too. Let me not limit the men because there are some men out there who will appreciate this episode. So I'm talking to my whole entire BK fam. What's up, BK fam? I want to talk about And the reason I said ladies is because I don't know if men suffer with this like women do, but because men are usually doing the picking and the choosing. But I know that a lot of times women want to be chosen. But I would assume that women who had their dads in their life struggle with this a whole lot less than the women who didn't have their dads in their life. I did not have my dad in my life. Am I grateful that God tamed my appetite for romantic relationships? Absolutely. Because I feel like a lot of the stuff and the thoughts that I've had as I've gotten older, I can't imagine having to think about that in grade school, right? And people probably think like, great, go and be focused on work. But let's be realistic. Like people jump into relationships in high school. Some people look at the relationships in high school as if they should last forever. You think you were good. Some people think they're going to be with that person forever. You're already planning kids, like next life. Some of my friends, I wouldn't have been surprised if they ended up with their high school sweethearts or something because that is the way their lives were kind of molded. And if they didn't end up with a high school sweetheart, they found them like in their early 20s and stuff. So it wouldn't have surprised me, but everybody's path is different. I think because I didn't have my dad in my life there, and this is a thought, I haven't talked to a professional therapist, I'm not sure. I believe, I believe there is a sense of needing to feel chosen, which could tap into my sense 
of needing to feel special. I think that I have a different level of needing to feel special because my dad wasn't in my life. There is another level of, and this may not, some people may not like the way it sounds, but it's another level of satisfaction once you're finally chosen. I don't even like the way I'm going to word it. I don't want to say by a man, but by a male figure in some form, right? There's a different level of that. There is a different level that it will be for me to have a godly partner and know that they won't just discard me when they feel like it or discard me because I made a mistake or something. My mom spoke plenty of life into me. I, you know, like she she did both roles and she did it to the best of her ability and as gracefully as she could, always looking to God first. She played both roles. However, I know that me not having life affects different things. I don't think that I can appreciate certain romantic things like certain girls do or look forward to certain things because I'm like, I don't care about this like other girls do. That could be because my dad's not in my life and stuff either. And the reason that I want to talk about the point of needing to feel chosen is because I feel like that's a dangerous slope to be on. And there are levels to it. I feel like some girls need it more than others. But I also don't want to demonize it and think that it's bad because like when you choose your spouse, right? You guys are choosing each other. I think that's a good feeling for men and women. You choose me, I choose you. We choose to do life together. I think that's a great feeling. However, I just want to caution my BK fam in general, especially the women, that I don't want you guys to feel the need to feel chosen where you think it's going to complete you or where you think it's going to magically make up for your dad not being there or you think it's going to give you this like miraculous feeling because you don't just want to be chosen by any and everybody. You want to be chosen by the right person. And even if you are chosen by the right person, I want to make sure you guys know that it's nothing like being chosen by God. Another human being will never fulfill you in the way that God can, right? And so as I've been preying on romantic relationships and just what makes me feel safe enough to be in one? Why do I want to be in one or would I want to be in one? What would I need from a partner? What would I need to improve in? As I've been asking myself all these questions, right? God's been revealing different things to me and bringing me to different things. And I heard one preacher's wife basically be like, and besides just being scary, it just takes a lot of work. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't have the energy to put in work for people that's not worth it. But then again, they could possibly become worth it, but I'd have to take the risk. But I also know, I also know what God has told me. So I also feel like it could be pointless just to waste time. There is power in singleness. There is power in just focusing on myself and trying to get closer to God. And that's basically what that preacher's wife was like. You know, she wanted to be chosen or whatever. And she picked some bad picks because she did have the desire to be chosen and stuff. And she just got to a point where she was like, okay, God, like, I'm not going to believe it until it comes from you. And then I'm, even when it comes from you, I'm still going to pray on it. Right. And she did. And She's married to this wonderful pastor and they shared their their story. If I remember to link that sermon, I don't remember which one it was, but it's one of the Jerry Flower sermons on time. 
I don't know if it was part one, part two, but either way, it was really, really good. And I thank his wife for sharing that because I watched that right on time. Don't y'all love God's timing and his intentionality because he's so perfect with it. But, oh, that's my Mountain Dew, y'all. It's okay. I literally watched it right on time and it was kind of connecting with different things that I had heard and I had seen and so I think there is a part of me that can't wait on the feeling and I think I explained this a little bit in last week's episode or whenever I decided to put this one out in the how much can a heart take episode where I said that I can't wait to be worth it to somebody where somebody values me enough not to play with me where somebody values me enough not to put me in a position where I can be hurt over and over again, where somebody values me enough to where at some point, I'm not saying it's wrong to be selfish in different areas, but at some point you don't want your selfishness to like outweigh everything and everyone else at the same time, all the time, right? But you still don't need to lose the love for yourself. You And sometimes you have to be selfish, I think, even in relationships, but that's getting to a whole whole different thing because in relationships yes there is a lot of compromise but sometimes you have to choose self or you have to choose what God told you to do and it may not to other people it may seem selfish or it may be like how could you make this decision blah 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 but it's like God told me to do it or I needed to do this to be the best version of me we have to respect people in their single season right everybody's single season looks different we have to try hard not to judge it and try hard not to be upset about it but again that's easier said than done and it is the simple fact of you're allowed to be selfish in your single season this is the time because when you get in a relationship you got to think about somebody else when you have kids you got to think about somebody else and that is a lot that is a lot sometimes it can feel overwhelming and consuming so if you're gonna be selfish I say be extremely selfish in your single season however Try to be aware of how your decisions affect other people. That goes for all of us. If you're going to look after yourself, cool. But try to be just aware of how your decisions affect other people. Because all of us have either directly or indirectly changed the trajectory of someone's life or changed the way they view different things or left something like a scar or just a fear, depending on how deep it was, a trauma And again, whether we meant it or not, we've all, including myself, we've affected people either in a positive way or a negative way. Energy works both ways. We're going to leave an impact somehow, right? We're going to leave a little deposit. Let's make sure it's a positive one. And that's why I don't want to judge people for being selfish in their single season. Why not? Just don't get in the habit of being so selfish that it's hard to come out of it when it's time to compromise, when it's time to work with a partner because as always it's you two against the problem and it's you two against the world not you and you versus each other right so besides the feeling of needing to be chosen and probably not having a dad and different things of that nature i also kind of felt weird because i thought maybe I should have a stronger desire to have sex with multiple partners, right? And I know the men are thinking like, no, girl, don't do that. However, I don't judge anybody who does that. Like, I was always the girl like, I don't care. It's your body. Do your thing. The men are out here doing it. Have a good time. 
But it's like, I had that mindset, but God quickly, and I still feel that way for other people, but God showed me real quick, real fast that he wasn't going to really approve that for me. And so I thought, am I weird for not wanting to sleep around? Am I missing out? People always make it seem like you're missing out. Like, do you really want to get in a relationship and not have had like 50 bodies? 50 bodies is an exaggeration, guys. But I mean, men have a lot of bodies by the time you get to them. And I started thinking like, I don't want my man ran through. I don't want my man ran through. Okay. I don't want to be ran through for my man. Like, also just don't want to have to deal with, also just don't want to have to deal with the thought of, I got to divorce this person spiritually. I got to divorce this person spiritually. All because I have all these soul ties and like this spiritual marriage to everybody who I've had sex with because I was having premarital sex. Like, it's all... It's so many things, and that may have to be another episode within itself, right? That may have to be a whole other episode within itself. And I think I might do that to be able to dive a little deeper in what I wanted to. But God basically took that desire away from me, and he was like, this ain't going to be it for you. And sometimes I wanted to rebel against it because I'm like, everybody is out here doing it. Like, don't make me the weirdo, right? And it wasn't like I was judging other people for doing it. Like, I was like, I get it. Do your thing. But then it sucked not to have it. Like, I felt like something was wrong with me. Can any of any of my BK fam, whether male or female, can y'all relate to feeling like not want to sleep around with everybody? Something is wrong, right? To actually value like a partner, (laughs) to think like learning someone's body and getting to know them and not getting tired of them not always looking for new like I've heard men describe sometimes that excuse my language but new vagina is just something about new vagina and as bad as it is it kind of makes sense to why men do what they do and operate besides a whole nother multitude of factors like is it bad to be okay with not always wanting new not always searching for something else and that kind of scares me within itself because then I think like dang if you have that mindset in your single season there's a lot of stuff that men think they can just shut off just because they get in a relationship but those desires you have to work at and you have to become disciplined in because the desires may not ever go away but you have to become disciplined right and I think a lot of men underestimate this this like shut off switch like a lot of them feel like well when I find the girl that I feel that's worth it to make these changes, then it'd just be so easy to do. And I'd just be like, ooh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. No judgment, no judgment whatsoever, because I know that God takes everybody on their own journey. God has taken me and is, is taking me on my own journey. There's a lot of things that I didn't appreciate or even understand about myself and a lot of things that I have to work on being disciplined in before I get in a romantic relationship that can affect my partner and me as well that can affect affect our romantic relationship so I'm never in a place to judge no matter what it is or who it is because there's a log in my eye and I need to worry about that before worrying about somebody else's but I've mm, it's just a lot of men's mindset is so well I want new 
Like, sure, that's fine. But it's almost like we as women are objects or toys. Like, I played with you long enough. Give me a new toy now. Then it's like, I played with you long enough. Give me a new toy now. And it's just, it's hurtful. It, like, it gives you, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. It gives you that same feeling of discarding that if you've experienced it before, like for me, like my dad giving up on me or having other family members in my life where they felt like I wasn't picture perfect enough anymore or I I wasn't um, appropriate to be on the pedestal they had put me on. They discarded me as well Um, to think that men out here are like, hey, this is like, you're perfect. You're great, right? Nothing's wrong with you. But however, I still enjoy new just because it's new. It kind of triggers that discarding feeling in me like, damn, like never good enough, never worth it enough. And then you kind of internalize it as me, me, me. And I think that is what going to God and dealing with the issues help with. It's not you, 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 right? It's everybody is on their own individual journeys. And just like I didn't have that revelation that that gives me a discarding feeling. And so right now we all have to learn. We all have to learn ourselves. We learn each other. And there is so much learning to do before you even get in a romantic relationship. So I'm not trying to learn stuff like that. See, like I can learn that by myself. I don't need to learn that while being with somebody. And now that I've learned that, I can work with God on how to heal that, how to not let that be in me. Or if it is re-triggered to just be able to deal with in a better way, right? Or to not let that grow into an insecurity where I take it out on a partner, either for past things or something that may seem similar in the future, not let that grow into an insecurity. Being a better version of myself. There's a lot of work that I can do before being in a romantic relationship. So just because I may have the desire and everything, it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily ready. And I don't know if my desire is strong enough to... No, I know for a fact my desire isn't strong enough to be in one anytime soon. There's just so many layers to unpack. And as I learn myself, um, I try to share with you guys a little bit so you don't feel alone. And as I learn myself, I put in the work so I can be a better version of myself. And that's what it boils down to. I hope this kind of makes sense. I feel like this one kind of jumped all over the place a little bit, but it was a lot. I had a lot of main points that could have gone into side points. So maybe this will be in parts. I'm not sure yet. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to me week in and week out. And if this is your first time, welcome. I hope you can take away something from this episode. I love you guys. And I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye.
so just listen. Blank curves, blank curves, blank curves.